Yo, 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 welcome back to the Ain't Saint Podcast. Of course, it's your host, Angie, here, and I'm here with Giovanna in the building. Nah, guys, it's like, I guess, the special edition episode today <laughs> because we got um, my best friend here, Giovanna, longest friend I ever had, mm-hmm. day one. Um, yeah, like literally my day one. Yeah, so she came all the way from New York, of course. New York. Yeah, New York. All right, dude. <laughs> like, you're supposed to get more hype. Like, yeah. <laughs> but not. Nah, so, like, this episode is, like, now nah, we about to get into it. Just because, like, Giovanna just knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Giovanna, like, what's a fun fact so people know about you? Like, Giovanna. I'm Giovanna. I'm 20 years old, and all right, they don't need to know all of that. What's a fun fact, Giovanna? Um, let me think. Um, um, I like jazz music. Okay, yeah, but she don't listen to it. Od, yes, guys, do. like, do you listen to it? Od, yes, I do. You're lying, Giovanna. Yes, I do. Okay, okay, guys. <laughs> all right, so Giovanna loves jazz. We we got that. Um. So, yeah, Giovanna was here with me this weekend to, for Howard Homecoming, actually. This was her first, like, HBCU, like, um, experience. And, like, how did you feel about that, Giovanna? Yeah, I really loved it, the whole community, the whole oneness, sisterhood, brotherhood, all together in one spot. Very nice. Did you felt that at the concert? Like, because Howard, guys, like, for everyone, okay, HBCUs, for everyone that don't know, is a history historically black college um usually colleges that are predominantly black um and Giovanna never got to experience like just the HBCU experience and usually homecoming is like the prime time I say for that Mm -hmm. and I was telling Giovanna the other day that like when you're in those settings it just makes you feel so blessed to be black so blessed to be with your people and your culture um in a HBCU environment so like where did because Howard has through like kind of have a lot of events, but there it was the concert and the tailgate, yeah, and the fashion show, a lot of things. So, wh- where did you feel that, Joanna? Honestly, everywhere, just walking in the whole like when you were around whole, Howard, just around Howard, it just feels <clears throat> black, it feels black because it is black and. The concert, it was hard to feel that blackness because I was smushed by everyone else. No, guys, like Howard homecoming concerts, bro, mm-hmm. it'd be mad packed because everybody in the DMV be pulling up. I told Giovanna this before she went. I like, thought it was sweet. I'm thinking, uh, you know, I'm going to have a little space, but no. I couldn't even, you know, l- raise my arm without hitting somebody. So Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was that bad, Giovanna? It really was. Like, <laughs> it was so packed. I couldn't breathe, but... I enjoyed myself nonetheless. I saw a bunch of people, you know, Diddy, Pusha T, Victoria Monet. Who else? Who Other had the artists. Who had the best performance? I like Victoria because I'm biased. I love her. But but who like who really brought it? Like you think Victoria brought it? Yeah, she was the only one dancing. Everyone else was singing. Oh, or rapping. Okay, okay, but she actually like put on yeah, a she show. Did the, the, put on her, yeah, yeah. 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 Song. All right. So what else did you like, Giovanna? Besides that. Like, let me think. Or was the concert it? Like, honestly, yeah, it was just the concert, the tailgate. I expect. Mm. I don't know what I expected from that. Like you said, it was like a block party kind of vibe, but that's what I thought. Like, yeah. But when me and you, literally, all right, 
like today all right so we're shooting this podcast on a saturday just because giovanna is leaving on sunday so i, I wanted to bring her on the pod but yeah the tailgate is today on saturday and it, it felt like people were just hanging out like there was nothing going on there was no music everybody was just there looking good as hell but but I saw a guy trying to talk to girls, girls trying to talk to guys. So I was I thought we were in a speed dating show or like <laughs> I don't know, some kind of dating show where it's just like who's cute, who's trying to pull, like that's what I, it felt like when we went. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, one thing about Howard, man, everybody put it on. Nah, like, yeah. If you're going to be bummy, don't go. No. <laughs> like it's really like damn. It makes you look at your style like do I need a new wardrobe because everybody's like have their best fit on for not even a block party. There was no music, no food, just basically people walking in police. Yeah, but every I think it's because it's Howard Homecoming, so everybody knows, yeah. like, you got to, like, you know, you got to mm-hmm. look Show good, out. good. So, yeah, so that was Giovanna experience. I mean, I only went to the tailgate. I couldn't go to the concert the other day. Um, but like Giovanna said, it was I like, you know. Yeah, it rained, so. I, I think the best part of homecoming for me when i go to howard is the concert i think the concert is the best um so yeah that's what i will leave like the whole homecoming experience mm-hmm. would do you wish like damn i wish i went to hbcu no really <laughs> no like the hbcu was fun to visit you know feel the black vibe but i gotta go like <laughs> love my brothers and sisters but you know while there is like a togetherness vibe I hear stories about, like, the separateness of black people in there. Like, the colorism and the... Because, oh. you know, black people are very diverse. So it's like, if we're only black, then... I don't know. We find something to divide us for some reason, so... You feel like that's in Howard? Where did you find that, Giovanna? I heard. Oh. That's why I don't really want to see it for myself. But even when we went there, you weren't like, wow, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why I say it's fun to visit and be like feel the blackness but, but you don't want to I don't want to do that 24/7 no. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, guys, um that was it for our homecoming like un- what what else happened? Like Juvana also got a new job. Oh yeah, on this trip. <laughs> Literally this trip has been good luck for Juvana because she mm-hmm. got a new job. She got to go to every HBCU stuff and mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Giovanna's been wanting a job for many days, many months now. Yeah. yeah. I left my old job thinking I was just going to hop into another one. No. I waited, like, about a month, two months. Mm-hmm. I left in August. And it's October? Yeah, it's October yeah. now. Yeah. So she's going to start on Monday, guys. Mm-hmm. Giovanna, what do you do on a Monday morning since everybody's going to listen to this in the morning? You know what I love that you do? Oh, if you're going to work, if you're going to school. Because that's what I do. <laughs> you know, I go to so school. So you just go to school and you go to work. Just the average things. Nothing yeah. different, do you want to? No. I don't do anything. On a Monday morning? Why would I do something extraordinary on a Monday morning? Um, Well, the best extraordinary thing she's going to do on a Monday morning is go to her new job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know what? Let me shout out anybody who has anything new they're coming into mm-hmm. next week. Um... Well, yeah, this it will be that week for you guys. So just good luck on anything like you're like, oh, I'm nervous. I've never done this before. Or like, I don't know what I'm getting into. Like, what, just go. Just go. Just go. Don't and, think. Just go. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what G1 is about to do on Monday. Yeah, yeah. go with the flow. 
And then what else? What happened with me this week? I feel like, because mm, I feel like a lot happened ever since I shoot this pod. Oh, me and Giovanna, we also went to the Jada Pinkett Smith um, book tour um, for my company, Broccoli City. If you're watching the visual pod, like I got the merch with me, repping my company out. I mean, well, Broccoli City Company. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we went on... So we were trying to get an interview with her, guys, like, because you guys know I want to try to be an entertainment journalist. I was trying to get an interview for her for Broccoli City, um, and it failed, like, literally. Miserably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how would you... I, guys, hot take, I think the highlight of my week was that one, just because I was getting artist interviews. Like, before, mm-hmm. it was so hard, guys, to get them to give me a quick minute interview, but now I was in a gist of, I, I was able to get a lot of interviews. Um, but this was the second time throughout doing this where I got, she didn't really reject me. Like, I didn't get to speak to Jada, really. Yeah, it was really the security. Yeah, security, guys. Oh, my God. Se- security do not play, guys. Like, it was, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I mean, I thought she was Michael Jackson. Nah, literally, oh my gosh, it was like Obama, like it was Michelle and um, Barack Obama. Like it was intense security, three cars, and like yeah, all suits. Yeah, yeah, and it was just a lot going on. There was no way we could finesse that for real. Yeah. But I liked the going in the event. Like it was predominantly black women. Hot take? Hot take. Barely any men. Barely any men, and it was just really a lot of black women, which yeah. caters, which is her audience. But mm-hmm. I'm seeing how take like, mm, why is that? Why do you think it's only black women? I feel like it's because we always and older black women at that. I didn't see anybody like around our ages, like. Yeah, I don't think I did either. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's because well, as a black woman, I feel like I have to go the extra mile and try to understand where they're coming from. Like, if I see a black woman being bashed in the media it's like mm, you know mm. you feel obligated to know where she's coming from or at least i do oh, okay like that to support yeah you know going back to juvenile support i do feel like black women no matter who you are the black the black person don't even have to know you or anything like black women always support black women mm-hmm. i've had experience with it like that yeah. um i can't speak for anybody else but it's always just that you know, we just got to keep each other unified. Right. Yeah. And that's, I feel like, I guess you're right. That's what we got from the Jada mm-hmm. book tour and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was fun. Like, we weren't really listening. No offense, Jada. Like, <laughs> we were all the way in the back, but it was right. good. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It was a calm vibe. Learned so, a lot about her. Yeah, we learned a lot. But I think this week just made me realize, like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have rejections. Like, not mm-hmm. every artist is going to say yes to my interviews or I can't go into there thinking I'm guaranteed an interview. I just feel like what I learned, guys, this week is that, hey, you get rejected, keep going, keep going, keep going. Just just don't stop. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you guys get a pain feeling when you get rejected. Do you get that? Because Jupon has been applying for jobs a long, Mm -hmm. like, and she gets rejection. I get this, like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Is it hurt? A little bit, like it's it's a feeling in my body where I'm like, damn, like a physical reaction, not, f- I, for so mental, mm, like it, like I physically like, uh, like, oh, like butterflies, no, butterflies is a different story, Giovanna. No, you can get butterflies when you're anxious. 
I think of butterflies when I like you know corny stuff in the books. That's no. a okay. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I just get that core feeling in my body, like, but it doesn't feel nice. It's like damn. It's a feeling of damn, essentially, bro. Feeling of damn, yeah. And I hate when I get those feelings, like damn, like. So that's how I feel when I only get that when it's like a job I really wanted. Right, and then you're like, oh, yeah. and it'd be stuck in your mind, like, what did I, oh, bro. So I'm just saying, just keep pushing, pushing with rejection, guys. Like, mm-hmm. it's the opportunity will come. So yeah, like, with me and Giovanna, we can go dissect how we met, all of that. But it's a whole. I don't remember how we met. I yeah, to this day, I don't know how me and Giovanna became like this. Mm-hmm. So we just gonna skip. I don't know. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> Giovanna is just here, guys. She's just mm-hmm. here. But I feel like. Uh, from every guest I had, like, one thing with Giovanna that we can, there's a lot we can relate to, but, like, mm-hmm. being Caribbean is one. Me and Giovanna is, well, she's, you know, my best friend, but we, number one person mm-hmm. I go to parties with all the time with. Yeah. And we really only go to, like, Caribbean parties. Like, mm-hmm. I remember back then, it was, like, it was, like, hip-hop. Mixed with soca, dance hall. Yeah, it was everything. It was everything. Mm-hmm. Even um, um, like, get, getting like, well, his yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. getting like too. Right, right, right. Like they used to play that and stuff, getting sturdy music, like all of that. Mm-hmm. But then now we just recently been going to like just Caribbean parties. Right. Which not saying that we don't miss those type of party environments, but mm-hmm. now like I'm 21, Juvon is 20, but that's besides the point. 20, we 21. Okay, Juvon's <laughs> turning 21 next month, but. Like, we've been going to those type of parties, and those type of parties mostly um, have, like, soca and dance hall music, which I'm yeah. fine with. But I want to speak on, like, like, we can start with soca, like, how, like, I feel like everyone should experience or listen to soca music. Like, like I feel like soca is something that, like, it's just, it's crazy if you don't. Right, if you don't like it. You don't like it. Or maybe people, yeah, there's people that generally probably won't like it. But, like, if you haven't heard soca music, please, yeah. after this podcast, type anything. Who, who, who's somebody we can, like, mention? Like, Kess. Kess, um, Michelle, um, Michelle Montano. Yeah. Montano. Mm-hmm. Montano. Oh, I hope I said that right, <laughs> because I really like him. Patricia Roberts. Oh, she's good. Yeah, she's good, too. Oh, Patricia. Yeah, and then Shantia. Oh, but she's dancehall. But, like, mm-hmm. just type of soca music and just, like, mm-hmm. I feel like soca just puts you in a mindset where it feels like you're free and yeah. you're loose and, like, it's just, like, everything around you just stopped and you're just in the moment. Like, that's every time I play soca songs. Like, that's how I feel. And it keeps you energized. It keeps you upbeat. It keeps you very alive. Mm-hmm. Would you say? Oh, I agree. Yeah, I don't think about nothing else when I listen to soca other than winding my waist. No, yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> let's talk about that. Like, I feel like every time I play a soca playlist, do you mm-hmm. wanna? Like, I you I can't can just never. Sit there. I cannot <laughs> sit there. Like, you cannot give me a soca playlist and be like, okay, you cannot dance. Like, I don't know. Like, something is gonna move. Right. What's that song where it's just like, damn, I'm gonna dance. Honestly everyone but the one most recent one right now is it was just released uh voice penthouse what do i know that song it just came out oh it just came out (laughs) no that the song holiday by um problem child yo that's uh, uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) like it's just like 
Mm-hmm. Uh, like, me and Giovanna's been through, like, we've been to the Miami Carnival last year, right? For people that don't know, Miami usually throw um, cr- um, Caribbean carnivals, mm-hmm. usually in October. And we went last year, movie, movie. And it was just like, um, and for you guys that don't know, me and Giovanna are Haitian. Like, mm-hmm. um, but like, people dress up in costumes and et cetera. And they just, well, would we say costumes? Like, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a costume. Yeah. And it's, like, just pretty design costumes. Mm-hmm. And we just um, walk a road. And they blast soca, dance hall. With a hall. big truck, yeah. Yeah, with a big truck. Like, it's a big truck moving. And you're also moving with that truck. And you're listening to soca. You feel free. And you're drinking, you're having, drinking fun, having fun, vibes, like people just screaming in the air, the song. Oh, it's really good. Now that I'm talking yeah. about it, like. It's a nice little community. It makes you feel like one. Yeah, it feels, it's just, uh, everybody should experience carnival. Like, mm-hmm. like no question asked. Like, everybody? Mm. Should everyone experience carnival? Let me think about the one that just passed, the one in, where was it? Canada? Literally, but Miami was just recently, because it's yeah, October it still. So. I, me, before you want to say anything, I feel like anybody, anybody, everyone should experience um, carnival, like Caribbean carnival, if you appreciate and understand the culture. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what you're getting into and you're very naive and gullible about what's going on, mm-hmm. you don't have to come. You don't have to come. Yeah. But if you appreciate and respect the culture and just want to experience that, I don't have no judgment. Yeah, same. If you, like, know a couple songs, know how to wind your waist, you know, drink, have fun with your friends, then that's cool. But if you're just there because your friends are going but you never listen to any of the music and you don't plan on dancing or doing nothing, then I don't... No, but yeah. then again, you can be there to support your friends, but, you know, have fun. Yeah, you know? but you should have some sense of knowledge of what you're getting into right. so you don't look stupid when you're there. Like, me and Juvon, when we went to Miami Carnival, I met this lady. Her husband is Trinidadian, but mm-hmm. she's not. But she loves Trinidadian culture. Like, she just loves, she really respects it and appreciates it. And she was there at the Carnival, like, mm-hmm. um, because he taught her. Like, he showed her, like, his culture, and she really loves that, like, I feel like people like that, okay. Yeah. You know, I can, re- like, I respect that you're here and that you you love our culture and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah, even at the the one I went to with Alyssa, shout out Alyssa out there, um, when we went to, like, what is it called? That outside split? Oh, it was, like, a fete. If anybody who don't know a fete, a fete is, like, a party. Um, usually, sometimes it would be outdoor. Like, this one was outdoor. And it was just everybody outside. And we saw African people there, too, like majority of Nigerian men. And mm-hmm. they love our culture. They respect it. And they were there vibing. They knew how to whine. Like Nigerian men, they know. <laughs> One thing about it, if you're going to come to Carnival or any Caribbean parties, like I feel like you got to know how to dance. Hot take. You have to. You could be a little stiff. You, I mean, I don't feel like you have to be, like, extravagant, but you have to know how to whine, like, a little bit. You yeah, have you be, have like, to know how to do something. Yeah, something. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like we should speak about that, Giovanna. Just um, the party culture, like the party vibe. Caribbean party or just regular party? Caribbean versus regular parties. Yeah. Mm. Let Let's start with what my friend Jasmine says. Shout out mm-hmm. Jasmine. Jasmine is um, 
Jasmine is African-American. So, um, yeah, so I had a friend, Jazz, who is African-American, and she, I went, she went with me to a Caribbean party. One thing I appreciate about Jasmine is that she's somebody who respects and appreciates the culture mm-hmm. and willing to go to Caribbean parties with me and everything like that. Like, shout out her for, for real, truly. She was just with us right, yeah, yeah. yesterday with that. And I went to a party. She's like, every song that came up, in the Caribbean party, like, everybody knew how to dance to it. Like, it seemed like it's choreographed, it's routine. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it right, until, until it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, slow wine songs. Yeah, you slow wine. You yeah. slow wine, like, um, what else? Like, even some of the dance hall songs, like, you know. Yeah, like, there's a specific routines for, like, specific dance. Like, if you hear drift, you're not going to jump in the air. You're going to do the drift dance. Exactly. You know? And it looks weird if you don't do, like, it, like, well, it's not weird if you don't do it, yeah. but it's just like, like, yeah. but yeah, you kind of have to know, like, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. What else is like, even like that song, Fast One, Fast One, Fast One, uh, yeah. no, no, no. You, fast wine. exactly, but like, there's songs like that where it's just like, right. you know, you have to fast wine to that. Mm-hmm. What's those songs where they go like, they're like, pop, 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 uh, for people who's listening to this, it's like, when they hold, when the guy holds her waist and like, he's like, the, banging the like, shot? Yeah, back shots, literally. <laughs> like, the back shots. There's specific songs for that. Right. Oh, what's a song where it's like, if you hear it, like, he's going to give you back shots, bro. Bro, I know. I know it's in, like, a mix somewhere, but I oh, can't wait, get it. In a mix somewhere. <laughs> there's songs where it's like, all right, it's coming, so, he, you know, he's right, going to get yeah. There's another song where, like, they pull you in, like, if you hear the song, they're going to pick you up. Oh, pick yeah, us the, up. This stuff. Yeah, the run with it. Yes, run with it, run with it. Song, I think. Okay, okay, okay. You see, like, Jasmine is right. I feel like we do have type, like, a routine, a choreograph. Yeah. That, um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't. It's like the Cupid Shuffle. You know what I mean? If you hear the Cupid Shuffle, you're going to dance the Cupid Shuffle. You know? You can compare that to the Cupid Shuffle, though. Can I? Mm, yeah. Okay, I guess Juvon is right. If you hear fast one, you're going to fast one. If you hear Cupid Shuffle, you're going to Cupid Shuffle. Right. Yeah. That's true. I, I think, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because... I'm not gonna lie, guys. Like, I really love Caribbean parties. Like, no shade to like other clubs or stuff that like, or even Af- like Afrobeat, um, even Hispanic party. Like, they all are dancing, having fun, mm-hmm. like, and like vibing with each other. But I feel like every time I don't go to parties like that, like they're just there. Like, yeah. Do you feel the same way, Juan? You've been to a couple of Hispanic parties too. Hispanic ones, I don't remember them, not gonna lie. But for like the club in um, Washington, where it's like, we went, they were just in their sections, and it's just like they were standing there, and like there were girls, you know, twerking sometimes, or, but they were just, I don't know, just standing there, like, listening to the stuff like Little Dirk and. Exactly. Like, I feel like Caribbean parties, like, you expect, like, if a girl dancing, like, guy might pull up, like, pull, like, it's like a thing, like, mm-hmm. the guy might come behind, and, like, he might, like, <laughs> Juwan is, like, helping people like him. <laughs> like, he might come behind you and, like, mm-hmm. vibe with you, like, it's just. Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, in those regular parties where it's, like, you're not, it's not cool to dance, but in Caribbean parties, it's not cool if you stand on the wall. You're a wall hugger, you know? Mm. It's different. So, like, Juvon is right. Like, I feel like just parties that's not, like, I guess Caribbean or Hispanic or even Afrobeat or, like, like I just feel like when I'm in those settings, like, 
nobody just really be dancing and really freely vibing, you know? So that's a hot take real quick. Unless you're drunk or high, then you'll enjoy those. But yeah. Sober is not really. Sober, fun. you're just there, like, and then you're just in your own, yeah. in your own world. Mm-hmm. But I would like to say, I think, like, sections and those tables, bro, they got to go, bro. I feel like those block, like, the experience for people to actually dance and vibe. I don't agree. Would you want to, what do you mean by that? Every party that we had a great time in never had a section or a table. If the venue's big enough, then the dance floor would be big enough. But if for tables, yeah, no, get that out of there. Sections, I don't mind. Mm, I don't know. I disagree with you, Vanna. Keep put in the comments <laughs> down below. Like, I think having sections, okay, having sections may be okay. Mm-hmm. Right, but tables, those little mini tables that are in those clubs and yeah, stuff. The middle of the dance floor. Get middle of the dance floors, like please get them. Yeah, like you want to say, get them out of here, bro. Um, so yeah, that's the experience we had because we went to a Caribbean um party just yesterday. But let's bring it to the docket. Um, all right, so let's start with Funny Marco, which me and Giovanna was talking about this before, like the pod. But for anybody that don't know Funny Marco, Funny Marco is a comedian. I only know him from his podcast. But Funny Marco been around for a bit, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you knew him before. I just seen him around social media. No, literally. Like, buzzing now. Yeah. Um, but his show is called Open Thoughts. And he recently had G-Robo. And, oh my gosh, I forgot the other guy's name. Um, damn, is it trash that I'm only thinking about him like Young Miami? Baby daddy. He's Herbal's friend. I don't think he's relevant, so. Uh, what is his name, though? Uh, damn. Oh, Southside. Yeah, Southside. That's his name. So, yeah, G Herbal and Southside came into Funny Marco um, show, and they kind of, like, really disrespected him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, apparently, they broke his... $30,000 watch, guys. 30K, bro. They broke that down. It's on site. Yeah. It's like, it's oh, like, what are you doing? And then G Herbal throwed a cup at Funny Marco, and they were just making marks like, you ugly, like, all these things. Mm-hmm. And so I, watching that, I was uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie, Giovanna. I didn't even yeah. finish it. I watched, I saw clips on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And what, what do you have to say about it? That was just straight-up rude. I see people talking about it like, oh, if you didn't grow up from the hood, like, that's how hood people joke and whatever, oh, whatever. Yeah. But it's like, bro, there's a difference between joking and disrespect. You're not going to break something of mine and say you're joking. You're not going to throw a cup at me and say you're joking. That's just disrespe- disrespectful. Like, Yeah, I agree with you, Juan. I, I understand where Funny Marco is coming from. Like, it's his show, and he's trying to keep it professional. And, like, like I, I get his mindset about like you you know who you bring in in the show so you have to, you have to act accordingly like like who it is but i feel like at what extent are we allowing this type of behavior you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying he they like broke your 30k watch and then they throw a cup at you i feel like if you physically throw something at me and then you broke my 30k watch is on site i don't care bro yeah like it's on site like it's really like, I'm just thinking, I'm just trying to think of another way of, like, not making it on site. But it's hard for me to not break in character. Like, I'm going to yeah. have to say something like, yo, or I'll be like, yo, chill out, chill out, chill out. Yeah, I think that's what he did. 
but um, what you call it? You said something like, oh, um, you know who you're bringing on. But that's what's confusing me because at least from my knowledge from before, I didn't see G Herbo acting like crazy. Like he was on Kaisenat's stream. Yeah. And like he was chill. Look, I didn't watch the whole stream, but like he was chill vibing. But it's like all of a sudden when you're in front of Fanny Marco, it's like you you're different. Home. I think, mm, yeah, you're right. You're right about yeah. that. It, it is confusing, but also too, they were drunk too. But then he, he was drunk. He was drunk. Yeah, he was drunk on Kai Sinek stream. So it's just like even regardless of that, like people were saying that Funny Marco should have said like disrespect back, like oh, like yeah, stuff like. I don't think so. Yeah, because then I guess that would have been petty. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there's an extent like we're just don't cross that um, borderline. I think Funny Marco don't have a line. What do you mean? Like. You know how people like people meet me and be like, um, people will people know me to know that like they won't say or do stuff that they know will cross the line. Okay, so like boundaries. He does boundaries. boundaries yeah. yeah, like maybe like like G Herbal and Southside didn't know Funny Marco boundaries, yeah. and they were playing with that. Like with mm -hmm. Kai Sinat, when G Herbal went, he probably knew like his boundaries mm -hmm. and what's set. But he, they probably were playing around with Funny Marco and his boundaries, like, you know? Yeah. I feel like with my platform, even with Ain't Saint, like, I feel like as my show, like, as my podcast goes on, like, people know when they come in, like, what you're not, like. Yeah. Like. You have a contract. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's not even that, but it's just, like, you know how my show is. You know what I talk about. Mm -hmm. You know how it is. So, I feel yeah. like you won't do anything that will go beyond the boundaries because mm -hmm. you. So I feel like Funny Mar Marco just probably don't have boundaries. Hot take, but that's just an assumption. So, yeah. I don't think he doesn't have, it's just hard to see where they are because mm. his show is kind of like not really, his show is organized, but it's not like direct, this is what's going to happen. Because mm. like everybody's different in the show, but his sarcasm is like the main event. Like he's sarcastic, he's dry, and he's like cutthroat. But it's like, what do you do with that? You know what I mean? Right. Like even with Bobby, like she she don't have no like. Yeah. What is her boundaries? What is something like? All right, no. Yeah, because Offset is over here disrespecting her, and it's like. Yeah, and it's here. Here it is. But like, what? What is? It's going back to like, what is the extent now? Like yeah. you know. So, yeah, that was something in the TL that was crazy. Um, but um, I appreciate Funny Marco because I feel like he, I remind myself of him sometimes where when situations like that happen, you people tend to, like, just hold it in, knowing, mm -hmm. like, they're tight or upset. So I appreciate Funny Marco for keeping it. I do, too. Yeah, he kept cool. it professional. Very. Like he didn't lose his cool. It, it, like, if anything, it's G Herbal and Southside that's getting backlash. Yeah, but then there's some people that's on their side. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hood culture. I don't care about that. Anyways, another thing on the TL. Oh, I wanted to talk to Giovanna about this because I haven't talked to her about this. So, basically, I don't know if you've seen Giovanna, but it was this girl. And I want to clear this out because I watched her TikTok, y'all. <laughs> there was a girl who released something where her, like, I guess her friend was mad because she outdressed her for her birthday. I heard about that. Yeah, you saw that, right? I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Literally, all right, guys, let me tell you what the best friend literally, quote, quote, texted her, right? This is the friend who is mad at her other friend from outdressing her on her birthday. Her friend says, 
Please don't take this the wrong way, but I think you purposely tried to outdress me at my birthday event. As a friend, that's not cool, right? Mm-hmm. She went on TikTok. Apparently, there's two pictures. There's her in, like, a jumpsuit. It's a nice jumpsuit, like, mad cute. Um, she had jet black hair. Um, and there's another picture of her friend, the, the birthday girl. And she had, like, this calm, casual, like, orangey type dress and low-key that don't look like a birthday dress to me Giovanna I don't know if you saw the picture Mm-mm. you didn't see the picture no. I'm about to show you real quick while I continue but um yeah y'all so oh yeah here it is Giovanna like that's like oh yeah that's the dress and then that's how she looked yeah <laughs> anyways guys I want to say the girl came out and said that girl in the picture with the orange that is not her friend apparently somebody just added that picture so we don't know who the, what the birthday girl actually looked like, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's just a picture that just got thrown into the media. So I want to address the girl with the orange dress or whatever. That is not her friend. Um, but we can speak on just overall. Outdressing the birthday girl? Yeah, because I feel like we had experiences like that. When? Like, well, I'll talk about it because I had parties where like, I had a birthday party with Giovanna, um, my 18th party, and everybody wore pink, right? And I was the only one that weared white. Mm-hmm. There was a reason for that, right, guys? Like, young, I'm like, I want to stand out. I want to be the birthday girl. Mm-hmm. And everybody wore pink. And even um, for my 16th birthday, I had also, like, a friend's thing. And I remember... Um, it wasn't too much, but I was so focused on making sure that I stand out as the birthday girl, you know, yeah. just, and it wasn't on the mindset of like, I guess, making me look out than my friends, but making it a staple that I am. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah, but I guess what I'm getting at is that um, I had experiences where I, for other people, birthdays, like, I would be like, oh, what are you wearing? Or how are you yeah. looking? Because I don't want to wear something and it's like, yeah, it's not equaling what you like. Ruins the vibe, yeah. Exactly. So I be texting my friend. I'm like, oh, so what are what is your birthday outfit? So I don't come crazy or like, mm-hmm. like look, like essentially better than you. Like I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. So there is experience like that. I feel like we all experience that. Um, but I think I'm at an age now where I don't care. Yeah. How you feel about it, Giovanna? I feel like, yeah, there should be some open communication before the event. But I heard this is at Cheesecake Factory, so it shouldn't really be all that. But, um, yeah, there should be some form of communication. And, like, even for your 20th, I think, you didn't show anyone your dress. Oh, I so didn't. Like you had everybody show them what you're, show them, show you what they're wearing. So that's, like... Right? Was that for the 20th? Oh, yeah. For my 20th birthday, guys, like, I did wear this dress, but I I really, like, put a lot of effort with that dress. Right. But everybody there, they were all wear, like, we all wear black, by the way. Yeah, that wasn't planned. Was yeah. It? Um, I don't think it was planned. But, yeah, we all wear black. Like, I wasn't tight about that. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like as, as I'm going, like, the ages, like, I don't care how somebody dress Mm -hmm. to my birthday. But I do think, like, we have it in our conscious mind, like, okay, like, I don't want to do too much and stand out more than the birthday girl Mm -hmm. on her day. Like, I totally 100% respect that. So, um, 
Yeah, that text message that her friend sent her, though, do you think it was out of pocket? Um, no. I think it was reasonable. Um, mm. wait, read the text. I forgot it. <laughs> like, it was just like, oh, let me sum it up again. Like, it was just saying, please don't take it the wrong way, but I think you purposely tried to address me. Oh, purposely is crazy. Yeah, purposely, <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. As a friend, that's not okay. I can't speak for her. I don't think she personally did it. But, like, if I got that text message, I'd be like, yo, what are you? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's really immature. Yeah, that's weird. Um, Purposely, it's crazy. But, like, you know, like, what would you think of that? Like, If I got that text, yeah, that would be weird. Mm-hmm. But I would just try to call her and be like, what are you talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Just try to talk it out and be like. Where is this coming from? Yeah, where is this coming from? So, I don't know. I think the text is weird, guys. I feel like, like, what do you expect her? Like, I don't think she came in there intentionally doing that. I thought her outfit was calm, but I didn't see the birthday girl outfit because we don't know yeah. out there. So, I guess that's just something in the teal that came up. Um, oh, so now we're into red flag alert, which anybody who's new here, red flag alert is basically um, we ask a question, and Giovanna got to say if it's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's a red flag, Giovanna, if you are dating somebody that's not in your culture? Like, if he's, like, if he's not in the Caribbean culture, is that a red flag? Man, I got to think on that one. I got to think on that one. Do you really? I do. <laughs> <laughs> because right now, I am talking to someone that's not in the Caribbean culture. And it's like, it's cool. Everything's going swell. But there are little things where it's like, I wish we could bond on. But it's like, that's not necessarily like game changer, you know? Mm. But I would prefer someone in the culture. But like, if that doesn't happen, it's not a red flag. Right. Um, I, I, I don't think it's a red flag if, if that guy is not part of my culture. I mean, Giovanna has this, um, is correct. Like I would, it's things that I would usually bond with the, like, I'd be like, oh yeah, cause you're Caribbean. So I understand like we have the yeah. same, like how we were raised, et cetera, mm-hmm. all of that. But I think like, as long as that pe- person understand and appreciate the culture, then I'm all hands on, like I'm here. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm cool off of that. Like Jasmine, like I was saying to you guys, my friend, like she's not Caribbean, but she respects and understands my culture. And it feels like she can still play her music. I can still play my music and we can. It won't be awkward. It won't be awkward. We are vibing. We Mm -hmm. are connecting. I feel like it's a different situation when that person don't even want to bother with your culture. That's a red flag. Yeah. Uh, Like if the guy's like, nah, turn that music off or no, I don't want to go or the food is nasty, like, bro, please, like, I bet, like, please go, like, who? I'm not gonna lie, I kind of do that sometimes. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Whenever they play, like, oh my god, no offense, but whenever they play, like, stuff like Young Nudie and T Grizzly, I'm like, god, turn it off. (laughs) Please. I feel like that's the hard part, it's just like, (laughs) is that a red, like, do you cut the person off, like, if you can't really stand it? Like, what if you like, can't understand it? Like, with Jasmine, like, Jasmine, she she likes it. And yeah. she, but what if they don't, they don't like your culture? Culture, that's crazy. Then you're not going to be with me. But it's yeah. like, little stuff like music, okay, whatever. You can listen to yours, I'll listen to mine. But it's like, 
I don't know. Music is a thing because I want to go to the parties with them. But like, food. If you don't like Haitian food, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, know what to tell you, man. That's the first thing I'm gonna learn how to cook. You know what I mean? Um, no, I agree with Giovanna. Like, I that's a tricky one. Like, what if they don't like your culture, but they really love you, and like, that's hard because your culture is part of your identity. Like, yeah, they don't love you. They don't love your culture. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> 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 so yeah that's red flags that's red flags um so because we're cutting like um with time here giovanna it's i hopefully in the future guys like you know as the pro- podcast keep growing like we can have longer pods and stuff like that but i guess you know how it is guys it's that time where we're gonna ask the eight saint question wait before you do mm-hmm. i have a question for you Okay. Do you want to thought she ate because she has a question for the host? What question is it, Juana? So, when it comes to aging, you know what I mean? Obviously, we go through phases. And I wanted to ask, like, do you feel like your type significantly changed from when you were young to now? Because right now, I notice you're having an epidemic. What do you mean I have no? A bald man. No! Epidemic. Ever! Like bald ever. men. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna for coming on my podcast and say I like bald men. First of all, I don't like bald men. The, I, okay, if you ask me my celebrity crush, it would be Tupac. I know he's dead. I don't care. Okay? He's also bald. Okay, he's bald, but he was not always bald. Okay, let's get that correct. I agree with Giovanna in a sense where I had like that hood phase where I thought, because I. I this is me personally. I would want a masculine man. Like I would like a masculine guy. Like mm-hmm. very put like not put together. Like but he has his stuff together. Like he he does his stuff. Like he don't need nobody. F- like he he got everything, you know, put together. And I always thought hood guys back then were that. Mm. Which yeah rookie mistakes. Ski mask, Nike Tech, uh, all of that <laughs> was my face. But now I'm growing out of that. Now it's kind of like... what a real man is. All right, Juwana. Mm. TP, bro. Juwana, <laughs> calm down, bro. And so I don't know why Juwana thinks, like, bald... Where you got that? Like Because you keep saying all these bald men are attractive. And I, I know. When did I say I'm, that, I'm bro? I'm seeing a better. Yo, you hearing a lie on this podcast, guys. Okay, I do not like bald men. I feel, no shade to people who do. I just think... I don't... I'm not at that age. Like, guys, I'm not at that age where I look at a bald man... Top five, like, good-looking ball men. Tupac, Common, Morris Chestnut. Who else do you think, Giovanna? I don't know that much ball men. The guy from Insecure. He not ugly. And, yeah, that's, I I can't think of anybody else. Ooh, the guy from All-American. He pulls it off. The coach. You don't, oh, my gosh, Coach Baker. Is it Baker? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot his, like, I don't know his, like, actual name, guys. But that's top five ball men. They pull it off really well, but I don't think I'm at the age for that. So, Giovanna's lying. I feel like you're going to end up with one. Let's not. All right, all right, all right. Let's go back to the insane question, guys. So, insane question, um, you know, it's a thought-provoking, reflective, psychological question. So, my question for Giovanna is that me and Giovanna, um, we grew up, we were born and raised in Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. But I lived um, in a... I still lived on East Flatbush, guys, but I was in, like... Giovanna was kind of further from me in the beginning. Like, I lived with my... 
like I live with my mom and she lives like I, I was it's not that deep, like ten minutes from G one. No, it was a different like oh. different house. But um, she lived 10 minutes away, and then I moved to my dad, which was really close to Giovanna's house, and it was, the area was called Veer, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, with Veer. Yeah, that was federal. <laughs> is that crazy federal, like Veer, like? A lot of people live in Veer, but damn. Mm, okay, well, Veer, guys, like, it's just, it's just the neighborhood. Like, that's not federal. That's literally the neighborhood. Okay, sure. Um, so, yeah, it was called Veer. What would, how would you describe Veer, like? All right, <laughs> there's a lot of hoods out there. Um, I don't know. Veer was I. I can't even put for you guys to imagine how Veer was, but um, yeah, it was a very interesting environment. Like, I I feel like we were raised around like scammers. A lot of scammers. It was so normalized. Too. Yeah, normalized. Like it was like you had to have a boyfriend who was a scammer, which was yeah. crazy. Like, yo, ugh, bro. We grew up about um, materialistic things. Like, it's New York. Come on, guys. Like, mm-hmm. what else was, like, something in Veer? Like, it's just the environment, like. The people just on the block every day. Like, you see those in front of the 99 cent store, those same people. Like, same people just be outside. Like, they're yeah. not really doing anything, like, with their life. They just be outside playing dominoes. Like, right. And that little, you know, gang culture, you know. Yeah, Everybody. gang culture, too. Big one. Mm-hmm. It's just... Veer, it had its good but bad. Like, it was definitely not an environment I would want to raise my kid. Yeah, no. So I guess the question is, like, how were we able to get out that environment? Like, we were raised and born in it, but we are don't act like anybody that's, yeah, like, in Veer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea. Because I feel like it was, one, luck played into it, and two, just... Being around certain people, because I feel like the people you surround yourself with, that's extremely important. Because mm-hmm. if I didn't have Angelina growing up, I don't know what, because like the way she's motivated me, all right, don't. Juma <laughs> is like, don't get into it, but. Yeah, but the way she motivated me into like becoming more independent and going on a better path, that like influenced me way more than, you know, something my parents could have done, you know? And it's like, if you surround yourself with low lives, you're gonna be a low life. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, you have to surround yourself with people that think outside of the hood. You know what I mean? That don't really like see themselves staying there. But then again, everybody's like, yeah, I'm gonna leave. But it's like, you're still selling drugs. You're still like, I don't see how you're gonna leave if you're gonna. Yeah, like, and you're in the same box. But I I agree with Giovanna, but we can't act like I wasn't, like, where Giovanna was. Like, I was, Giovanna's like, oh, I helped her, but, like, I was right next to you, Giovanna. Like, I don't know how, how, like, we were not accustomed to that environment. Like, Mm -hmm. I think of the 100. Yo, you remember how we used to, okay, okay. (laughs) The TV show, I don't know if you guys ever watched the 100, but it's like, I don't know, it's just, like, these people who came back in the world and they just survived, like, it's a lot, guys. You should watch it, though. You think Veer's the end of the world? No, I'm trying to say, like, we were just the out outliers. Like, we were, out of yeah. everybody there, it just seemed like we just didn't yeah, get we it. we were really outside all the time. We like went to we, really late. Yeah, and even when we went to parties, we went to parties pretty late as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. It wasn't very, like, 15, 16. Like, I would say around 18 18. is when we really hit the 
drinking, going outside, like, you know, what kids will usually, like, I don't know, like, that is something which is strange, like, we, we aren't a product of our environment, like, we do have New York in us, we do have, like, West Indian, yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> in the water. Okay, um, <laughs> but I don't know, like, um, if for anybody who's in an environment where you've been there for so long, and, like, it's just the same thing over and over again. Like, nothing is new. Nothing has changed. My advice is to get out. Like, just get out. That's true. It's easier said than done. But I guess this is just me saying that if you have the chance, go. I feel like my advice would be, like, if you're in the same cycle, do something that makes you uncomfortable. Because if you're comfortable being in that cycle then you're not going to leave. You know what I mean? You have to take that chance. You're going to apply to that school. You have to get that job. That You know what I mean? But I, I say leave the environment, though. Do something uncomfortable outside of your environment. Yeah. I don't think you should do something uncomfortable in your environment. Like, I don't think yeah. that changed anything, honestly. Not in the... Well, you know, but it's like, if you have no choice but to be in that environment, do something that you're uncomfortable with. Mm. So get yourself out of that mindset first. Okay. And then build to like get out. Oh, of of your environment. Yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you want to saying. Um, yeah, guys, I just feel like I met a lot of people who are too comfortable, very too comfortable, and they don't go out of their limit, and they're stuck in that bubble. And I met people like that who are gonna look back in life and regret it. Yeah. And that's like. That's hard because you're so comfortable that you don't realize, like, wow, like, I am too comfortable. Like, oh, my gosh, I should get out because you're so chilled and relaxed that, like, it's it's the same thing every day. Like, you, nothing is getting at you that, wow, like, um, what am I trying to say, Juwan? Like, nothing is getting. Like there's a world outside of this, you know, neighborhood. Yeah, there's a world outside, but you're so stuck in your little world that you, you don't, don't see it, yeah. and that's sad like Juvon, i'm not gonna lie that's sad mm-hmm. that there's really people out there that's just not yeah and they're okay with it like they're they're yeah. they're okay with it so guys um do you want you have anything else to say before i wrap up no <laughs> well <laughs> yo do you want to so stupid well that wraps up ain't saint podcast guys oh my gosh i can't believe we're in episode seven um we're gonna keep up with eight nine ten eleven twelve and infinity and beyond please follow like subscribe share guys and stay tuned for the next episode bye guys Ooh, you going crazy